When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, so it is Friday. Let us celebrate oh, that. the Lord, we made it! We did. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Okay, so first of all, uh, before we get to the actual story that I want to talk about, I did just watch the visual part of the trailer of the Wendy Williams oh, Lifetime movie. And- Oh my gosh, it's gonna be so bad. Good. Oh, good. It's and it I would expect like nothing less from Lifetime. She shared it on her show, which tells me like she's she's an executive producer of this movie. Oh, this is gonna be great. Handful and of luck. Totally not true. Yeah. Exactly, but you know it'll still be juicy. Um, maybe she'll throw in a few tidbits in there of reality, and then the rest will be her Hot trying mess. to explain. Mm-hmm. You know the Statue of Liberty falling on stage. But that's not why we came here today to talk. Uh, We are talking about another hot mess, and this is the one going on in the Hillsong Church. Mm. Uh, There is more coming out now today about Carl Lentz. So, Bradley, can you bring everybody up to speed on who Carl Lentz is and why we're talking about him right now? Yeah, Carl Lentz is the now-disgraced former pastor of an outfit called Hillsong. It's sort of a like a... New Agey, evangelical church experience, very, like, very popular with celebrities, mainstream celebrities like Justin Bieber, the Kardashians, etc. He ran afoul of um, the church leadership and got his behind kicked to the curb when uh, one affair, but now we've learned the obvious, um, came to light. And uh, also, essentially, they said there were moral failings on the part of Carl Lentz. And by the way, his wife, we'll get to that. That led to their being, what's the word? Expelled? Expelled? Oh, my God. Expelled? (laughs) It's Friday. Uh, Friday mouth. They were expelled from the church unceremoniously and um we've been sort of digging into all the juicy bits because hillsong has a very troubled past uh or at least controversial past we should say yeah and um especially you know anyway it we have reason to be interested in uh drama at hillsong and so when carl lentz was booted it just smelled real dirty. Mm-hmm. It smelled re- like there was a lot more going on behind the scenes, which, mm-hmm. you know, Colleen and Bradley can be relied on to go deep in that shallow. Right. Uh, you're, you're right. It stink, stank, it stink. stunk. It, it stink, 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 stunk. So, um, so here's what we know today. Uh, some audio has been leaked 
um, from a meeting of the church executives uh, and top donors that happened in mid-November. Mm-hmm. And uh, the audio is of the church founder, Brian Houston, basically kind of monologuing about what they discovered about Carl Lentz. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't go into detail uh, details of of the storyline, really, but it does tell us a little bit more than what we already knew. Oh, for sure. Which is that, and by the way, it's about a 30-minute clip that is available. I listened to some of it. Um, anyway, and I'll get, you know, I'll go back to that in just a second. But among the things that we learn in this 30-minute clip that, uh, that, um, he was we know of one affair because the the woman who Carl Lentz was having an affair with came forward mm-hmm. uh, and she's a designer, a New York City designer named Ronan Kareem. Um, but in this audio clip, we learn it wasn't just that affair. Mm-hmm. It was many affairs. Well, and which is totally obvious, right? Like we, we said at the time from the go, um, I was like, if there's one, the thing that me too slash reality has taught us over the years where there's one there's many you also don't generally kick out a super popular charismatic leader for one moral failing exactly especially if you are branding yourself as a compassionate forgiving redeeming outfit yes exactly and you know we sort of had said also if that if that wasn't enough to convince you that there was more than one, when you hear the story of how he first encountered um, Ron and Kareem and how he tried to hide who he was, he kind of did these weird Met her on a public park bench. Like, yeah. If you're picking ladies up on a pe- public park and then you're not putting her phone number in your contacts, but in your notepad. Yeah. That sounds fishy. And if you don't tell the her first time. your real name and you tell her you're a sports executive. And I mean, there's just like there were a million things which tells you this wasn't his first rodeo. No. Exactly. So. As we suspected, it was more than one affair. And this is the quote from Brian Houston in this in this meeting uh, that we have the audio from. It was more than one affair. They were significant and at least some bad moral behavior had gone back historically, but not necessarily those affairs. Now, the way that they landed on these moral failures was um, after a staffer found, quote, compromising texts mm-hmm. on Carl Lentz's computer. Uh, He said, I can honestly say say before God, the first time I heard any moral complaint against Carl was when Hillsong East Coast Chief Operating Officer Tulu Batters contacted me. So Tulu had a conversation with one of the staff members, and that staff member had found very compromising chain of text messages on Carl's laptop or computer. And so that went straight to Tulu. And Tulu, to her credit, the first thing she did was call me. And this is Brian Houston, the founder of the church, talking. And so he said uh, that these behaviors that were uncovered were of general narcissistic behavior, manipulating, mistreating people. He said, I think sometimes other hurtful things, the breaches of trust, constantly lying. Mm hmm. He called uh, Carl Lentz a difficult man to have any kind of direct conversation with because he was always defensive and it it would be put back on the other person as though they were the ones with the problem. It just paints a picture of Carl Lentz being exactly who we thought Carl Lentz was. Yeah, by all accounts, he was not an easy person to work with. And as you said, I listened uh, to a good chunk of that interview and um, he, he says like... 
this was not an easy person to work with. And anytime you brought something to him, he would get very defensive. And so what's interesting, though, is and I so I took all of this in and I don't know what your reaction was, but my reaction to hearing this based on everything we know, like if you take this conversation, it sounds like, wow, you know, this guy, the head of this church, because this church, we should say, originated in Australia. It yep. is an international organization that has out, uh, you know, satellites, Divisions. satellite churches yeah. sort of throughout the United States and beyond. Um, and, he, and Carl Lentz was dealing with the East. They call it the East Coast um, part of the church or whatever. So he was in charge of the East Coast. And if you listen, you would think like, oh, here's this, you know, sort of like dutiful, you know, church father finds that there's a, you know, a, a rotten apple in the bunch and he's got to weed out the rotten apple. Mm-hmm. But I would just like to remind you that we had a full accounting by a former church member who worked very closely with Carl Lentz and other people high up in the church, that Carl Lentz himself was not the problem, that he was kind of a D-bag, and, yep. and she like calls him out like he was hard to work with, he was full of himself, he didn't want to hear anything, he got super defensive, all the things that this other guy said. But, he, but she went on to say that he was but a out, an outgrowth of the leadership of this church like he was a part of a much larger culture yeah. that that brought that type of character forward mm-hmm. so you do have to like i do sort of stop and think like okay how much of this is let's just try to scapegoat carl lentz for all of the problems in our organization or to sort of silo them to this one particular part of the church so that we can appear like, you know, we have rid the organization of what really, uh, what its real problem was. Yeah, that's it, that's it, the problem I have when I listen to that, because you yep. think, oh, okay, I mean, wow, they had no idea, and then they they found out, and then they dealt with the problem. Well, and and there's an, a secret third option, and it can be all of these things, that this is using Carl Lentz as an example for the other current high-ups in the church to say, like, don't behave like this, cover your tracks, you know, um, or this is what will happen to you. Kind of holding him up as the example. Yeah, scapegoating him for yeah. sure. And it just is... Um, I mean, I don't know. I have opinions about how, you know, whether that is good leadership. I would say no. Well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. But um, but it sure does. I mean, it sure does paint a pretty gross picture of what is going on in that culture. Well, I, again, I think cultures, you know, like, I'm sure he was an obvious, like, target, right? And it probably was only a matter of time based on the way he carried himself. So he's responsible for his undoing. Right. I'm not trying to take that away from him. But you have to ask yourself, how is somebody like that able to get to that position of leadership? Right. Right. And then and then to add to that, and just to kind of, you know, pull the whole story together... Um, Brian Houston goes on in this recording to talk about how they're going to take care of Carl Lentz and uh, that they are were in the, the process as of November 19th when this meeting took place of putting together, you know, that golden parachute for him to make mm-hmm. sure that they were caring for him and his family, his wife and his children. And um, he sort of said some nice words about trying to get them 
support that they need and deserve um, because they're going to they're going through a difficult time also. So it's you know, it was all very um, it, it created a good feeling in you. And yet at the same time, you can tell that they're covering for a bigger story. Well, I think the thing that remains to be seen, and and I hope that we'll learn something. I don't think that Brian Houston, the head of this Hillsong organization, is going to tell us any of this. But hopefully reporting would shed light on um, what I think is probably the more interesting part of this story than Carl Lentz's personal failings is the organizational uh, dealings behind the scenes Mm -hmm. that uh, maybe of a financial nature or of, you know, because this church is very very financially successful. I was reading this whole piece on how um, they've used, you know, the notion of tithing to build an incredible war chest of Mm -hmm. funds, like insanely. And that reminds me of another organization who used Mm -hmm. money to grab power and influence. Mm -hmm. Scientology. Yeah. So anytime people, you know, amass great wealth, um, by promising certain things, I'm always skeptical. So yeah. I think that in this particular story, it's not a it's not a long shot to think that more is going to be revealed. Oh, it's fascinating. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert. After this, on My Talk 107.1.